another episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you downsize with style and refine your new lifestyle. Uh, my name is Bettina Deda. I'm passionate about helping empty nesters overcome procrastination, get rid of all their excess clutter and stuff and achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. I recently came across an interesting website called gypsynester.com and uh, I had a closer look at it and uh, saw that this website was set up by a couple of empty nesters in the US who decided to transition from an empty nest to no nest at all. So I thought that might be really interesting for all our listeners. Um, mostly of them are in Australia here, but they are also some from um, US and Europe. So. Um, yeah, I thought I'll interview them and ask them if they wanted to be part of the show because since they sold their family home, they have been traveling the world and share now their adventures on their blog. Yeah, so welcome Veronica and David. Uh, how are you today? Fine, thanks, Gina. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, it's so great to have you here. Maybe um, I should not ask how are you. But, but where are you now at the moment? <laughs> we, we actually are in, uh, we, we drove away. We were supposed to be in Charleston, South Carolina this weekend for, for an event there. And we were almost there <laughs> this morning. We decided to turn around and drive inland to get away from a huge storm that's supposed to hit tomorrow. So we're in Georgia. We just stopped in our little motor home. <laughs> yeah, an unexpected <laughs> Georgia visit. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, so you are basically traveling around in a motorhome. Is that your new house now? Yes. Basically. <laughs> Absolutely. And we might be the guest, your first, your your smallest spaced guest yet. <laughs> it's really, we're, we're, it's actually kind of a customized van. So yeah. it's tight in here. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. Is that, did you have that made for you especially or was it just one you bought in a, in a store where they sell these motorhomes. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we we bought it. It's actually our third one. We we bought our first one just a beat up old used one because we thought this would just be a temporary thing and we'd just go for maybe a year or whatever, kind of what we call a victory lap for yay, the kids are raised. Yeah. But once we were doing it, uh, we loved it and we thought, I mean, it was really a beat up old motorhome. It's we an bought old it on three Chevy. <laughs> Yeah, we bought it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, so, so we thought, okay, well, it'll die, and that won't be any big deal. But it kept running and running. <laughs> and as we went along then, we really fell in love with this. And so we had another one like it for several years. And then just this year, we decided, no, we need something small enough that we can like park in regular parking spaces and leave it at airports and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So now we have this really small... It's a motorhome, but it's basically a van, but it actually has a little kitchen and has a bathroom with a shower and everything. I mean, it has everything you want. It's just really, really close together. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. By the way, you are the first... Um podcast interviews I, I have in the US so that's really interesting today and exciting so <laughs> yeah no. we're representing well yeah, yeah exactly. podcasting podcasting live from a van exactly <laughs> that, that's really cool because yeah it's all downsizing in style you know yeah. <laughs> so um yeah so so tell our listeners or even me because I don't know a lot about you what made you decide to let go of everything and travel the world well, I was what? I, do you have the term helicopter mom there? 
in, in I, Australia? I don't know. Uh, maybe, but I'm, I'm German, so I don't know all these terms. Well, we have, um, we have a term here in the U.S. called helicopter mom. That's a mom that hovers over everything their children do. And I, I was the typical helicopter mom. Oh. Um, I even worked at the school that they went to. So I knew everything that was going on in their lives. Yeah. And so the idea when they grew up, and left the nest of going back to that, going back to my desk and, and uh, not being there with the kids was, you know, kind of really rough. So I needed to make a drastic change. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a big in influence. And also the fact that we'd been living down on an island in the Caribbean called St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands near Puerto Rico. Um, we'd been down there for eight years and really, I mean, we didn't fall completely out of touch with people, our friends up here in the States and stuff, family and friends. But, you know, it's hard to keep in touch when you're a thousand miles across the ocean from yeah. Miami, much less anywhere else in the States. Yeah, so phone we calls thought, aren't enough. Right? You know, you really want to see them in person. So and that was hug kind them. of our first big impetus was to say, okay, if we go back up, we can spend a year or so and see everybody and catch back up and then we'll figure it out after that, you know. Yeah. And the, but then this year went into became more years. Also, how long? How long? Over seven. Seven now. Seven years. Yeah, okay. well, that was two thousand eight when we left. So. Oh, see, that was the year when I moved to Australia. Oh, okay, great. So it's a big year for emptiness. Years for a year for moving. Yeah. So and, and so seven years you have been traveling but um, you don't have a house anywhere at the moment like a real house <laughs> no. No. no we, we sold our house because well we didn't want to have it down there and and we didn't really know what we were going to do after that yeah and and then now it just would be too hard to have you know be kind of tied to one when we're never <laughs> around and yeah. now actually the last few years we've traveled overseas a whole lot more so we spend at least half the year outside of the u.s yeah um yeah. and so yeah it would be really difficult to keep a house yeah that's i understand that yeah yeah when we came here to australia i mean when we didn't downsize because we came i came here with my two children and my family um, and right. they are still young. They're only 10 and 13. So it's not time to downsize at the moment. But it's this thing. We decided to sell our, uh, we had a house and an apartment, investment property. So we sold most of it in Germany because we thought it's just too hard, 10,000 kilometers away to sort right, all that right. stuff out, you know. Anyway, so yeah, so you've been traveling the world. So what uh, and I read, I saw on your blog, that's really interesting, all these little posts from everywhere. So where have you been everywhere? Or did you have a plan or just did you go, oh, next, <laughs> let's go to Australia now or let's go to Europe or what was that? No. <laughs> Honestly, when we started out, we used to say the plan is no plans and we would just kind of go wherever. But we yeah. stayed in the U.S. at first, driving around in our little motorhome. Yeah. And then as we kept going and, and we got the blog going and it got to be popular, then uh, some travel companies and tourism bureaus and that sort of thing started contacting us ah. about, you know, saying, oh, would you come and visit and, and write a story for us? And so the last, like I say, three or four years, we've been doing a lot of that. So that kind of dictates where we go more than anything else. I mean, we do have, a, you know, we have places we want to go and we go on our own from time to time. But, mm. you know, if somebody just, I'll, I'll give you an example, just this past July, uh, the I tourism board from Ireland 
got a hold of us and asked, well, can you go next week? Can you come next week over here? We have a couple of spots on a trip for you. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> so we just parked we parked the motor home at the airport and, <laughs> and flew over to Ireland. So, I mean, it, yeah, we, we a lot of times we don't know where we're going to be 10 days ahead of time. Other times we planned a few months ahead and that sort of ah, thing. That sounds really exciting. So, basically, you didn't have the idea to do that blog when you started traveling. That just came afterwards because yeah. people discovered you and thought, oh, you have to well, run. Well, no, we, I mean, we, we started blogging right off the bat, but mostly it was just because, um, you know, we wanted to keep family and friends abreast yeah. of what we were doing. Um, and it was really kind of funny and, and, you know, we started getting comments from people that we didn't know and we were thinking, <laughs> well, you know, this is kind of cool. So we started playing with that and our older daughter got us, um, you know, got us on social media kicking and screaming yeah. and, uh, we, uh, we found out we were kind of good at it. <laughs> well, we also, I mean, early on, we wrote a lot of stuff that wasn't about travel. We wrote a lot of stuff that was about making that transition into empty nest yes. and making the transition into having adult kids. So there's a whole lot of that on our blog too. Mm. Yes, it's really interesting. So now you're kind of, um, yeah, traveling here and there doing some tourist, um, <laughs> Visits and so what? What happens at these these tourist tourism boards? Let's say this island in Ireland, they call you and then they say, "Go on this trip and then write about it." Or what? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's they they, you know, we we write about our travel experiences and we do that anyway, and yeah. so it's just a nice way to to go and and experience something, you know. Right. Yeah. Bye -bye. Do you then also okay. include this um, aspect of empty nesting or of downsizing, or is it more like the travel experience? Oh, we do both. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we call our website Baby Boomer Travel and Empty Nest Lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a little of both. I mean, I'll go off on anything from, you know, trying Botox to, to uh, um, you know, jumping off of a, you know, out of an airplane to, to, you know, yeah. hair in weird places. I mean, it just depends on what I feel like writing. <laughs> well, there's, there's actually a whole lot about downsizing in our book. The, the going yeah. gypsy book um, really does. because that covers that first part of our journey where we were yeah. leaving St. Croix and, and coming up to the States to start traveling around in the motorhome. So we had to sell all our stuff and pack up what we wanted to keep and decide what you keep and what you don't and all of that sort of thing. So there's really a lot in the book about how we decided to downsize the way we did. Yeah, this is what one of my next questions is. So that book is basically came about earlier when you started traveling. Or is when did, um, that, when did that come out, your book? Well, it, it covers the time when we first started, but yeah. we actually started, it took a long time to write. Yeah. <laughs> it took us like, because we kept writing, writing, yeah. writing, and writing. So it took us like four years to write. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's not unusual, <laughs> I think. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah it it oh. uh, it just came out actually earlier this year. Oh right, but okay. It it covers the part of oh. our journey, like I said, yeah. from that yeah. just really that first year, or the summer where our son was going off to college, to university, and we were selling our house. And like I say, we had to decide what to keep and what not to keep. Yeah, and so. what to ship up. It, I mean, plus we had we were on a little island in the middle of nowhere, mm. so everything we kept had to be shipped up back up to the states. Yeah. Uh, so. To a storage unit, we had to put it in storage. 
so it had to all fit in boxes, you know. So. Do you still have that storage unit? <laughs> well, we, we have a different one, but it's, it's we still have a place full of all our stuff, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's time to let go of that as well. <laughs> Well, you know, we, I basically got it down, and I'm sure you talk about this uh, a lot. You know, I mean, if it, it's if you're not using it every day, yeah. it's probably not. You know, but well, I got down to 16 boxes, and it was air, you know, family heirlooms, yeah, and yeah. you know, things that you're just not going to give up. Mm. And, you know, photos and and all of that. Um, you know, treasured keepsakes, but yeah. uh, that's basically what's in those boxes. So no, I won't ever get rid of them. No, those. And other than that, literally, that's what we could carry with us on the airplane. That's what we mm. took with us. So, so how did you go about deciding what to uh, basically, or sorting out your things and deciding what to keep in that storage unit? How did you do that? Well, Veronica was a lot better about that than I was. I. I would dig through, you know, little boxes of old stuff and look at it and think, oh, remember this and show her and all. So we'd still be down there sorting through the stuff. (laughs) So she was a lot more like, nope, I haven't used it in years. Get rid of it. Nope, I haven't used it in years. Get rid of it. Yeah. It was basically that. And like she said, if it wasn't something that had sentimental value or some real personal value to us, Mm. we basically got rid of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is a hard thing, I guess, for most people to... I think you have to be a bit ruthless sometimes and really decide, yeah, do I really need that and, and just let go of it. Um, I always say, like in my workshops or so, to people, it's often these things, if we can't let go of them, they keep us... Um, they, they hold us back in the past and don't let us move to the future because we carry that stuff with us in subconsciously all the time. We know we have all these things, you know. So um, I think, yeah, so you have to be ruthless and maybe courageous as well and just go for it and let go of a lot of things and then um, move forward. But for you, I think it was a, a good decision you you made, wasn't it? Like, it sounds like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're extremely happy. I mean, our lifestyle is most definitely not for everyone. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we would never want anybody to be as crazy as we are, but uh, it works for us somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, I mean, there is a freedom to get rid of, get, to getting rid of a whole bunch of your stuff, you know. I mean, yeah. it just, you, you really, when you go through your house, especially if you've been in the house for a long time, you gather up a whole lot stuff (laughs) yeah yeah this is right and the more space you have the more things you keep somewhere in this all in these spare bedrooms and wherever yeah yeah. Yeah. and you don't even want to don't even get me started (laughs) on what was in the attic (laughs) yeah 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 oh my yeah um all right, so this book, basically, people, if they are interested, just to go back to that book once more, they people can order that, um, I guess, on Amazon, on your website, um, wherever. Yes, is yes. It, yeah. Is it mostly yes, online? Yes. Yeah. There's right. a big, nice link right on the top of the website. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So the book's, called, the book's called Going Gypsy, One Couple's Adventure from Empty Nest to No Nest at All. Yes. And um, that's Basically, I think that's the best subtitle ever because it tells the whole story. <laughs> it tells the whole story. And, and it's, a hu- you know, it's a humor book. I mean, we don't take ourselves seriously at all. And we, you know, we like to, uh, to, to laugh and spread that humor through the book and through our blog. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 
But there's also insight spread through it. I mean, I you know, I I think that's kind of the best way to kind of to share your insights as you've been through things that maybe somebody else hasn't been through. If you can share it with a little humor and make it fun, then you know, all the better. Yeah. So yeah. So and and your website is um, www.gypsynester.com. Yeah. Then right. Yeah. That's so, correct. Cool. If everyone, if the some of the listeners want to have a look and. Order the books or go there. Um, uh, one question I have: um, Have you ever been homesick, <laughs> like in a, in a sense that you would like to kind of return to a proper house somewhere, maybe on your island or somewhere else, or is that not? I think I think our biggest uh, the biggest challenge we have with homesickness is when we're jet lagged or really tired, and that you you think, oh gosh, it would be great to just you know have. Uh, 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 what, what did you say? Proper house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a real house. <laughs> yes. A, a bathroom that you could actually stand up in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, home is, I think more than anything, you know, home is where the people you love are. And, you know, we really try to travel in and out of where our kids are and, mm. you know, really be with them as much as possible. And, um, you know, it's, it's great. Our girls live in New York City, so that's really easy. And our son's a pilot, um, so he has flying privileges. So, I mean, I feel like our the proper home is, you know, where our family is. Yeah. And that's where I, yeah. when I, um, when I feel all warm and snug. <laughs> yeah, so, based, so you have two children or how, how many? We have three. three. We have two girls that live in New York City and our son actually lives in Alaska. Yeah, so basically you, you go regularly there to visit them and then you can yep. st stay with them. Then that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's good. What do they say actually to your <laughs> travel, uh, <laughs> travel life or retirement life? Or <laughs> well, I mean, the first time our son saw our motorhome, he said, uh, you guys are going to live in your house? No, I mean, they're in your car? <laughs> you know, and... Uh, uh, so he was pretty appalled, but he's kind of gotten used to the yeah, idea. They, yeah, they've come around to it. And I think they do like the idea that uh, we're not, you know, across the street or next door bugging them all the time yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and like so, I said, my, my helicopter mom nature, you know, I'm not, you know, mom has something to do besides call them up on the phone and nag them for grandkids, you know. Oh, yeah. oh that's, yeah, it sounds all really interesting. Great. Um, is there, yeah, I don't know, is there anything else you would like to share um, before I ask you for our three top tips for empty nesters? I mean, any other experiences you had or? Well, we just got back from Africa for the first time, which oh. was really absolutely oh, was, amazing. Yeah. Um, we did our first volunteerism uh experience which was oh just just fantastic we taught uh school or taught english at a school in tanzania oh, and um helped, helped rebuild the classroom yeah yeah so that was great but we but, also got to go on safari so that was really cool <laughs> that was really neat and that was with an outfit called discover core and um they're just absolutely fantastic 
Um, and next up, we're going to Sicily. Sicily yeah. um, after we finish up in Nashville, we're do we got accepted into the Southern Festival of Books, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And then we're going to go to Sicily with DBT Vacations. Um, and do a bike tour. And we're going to bike <laughs> Sicily. So my thoughts with that is I can eat all I want and burn it off on the bike. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, Italy, eating all you want is really important. important. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to Germany? We oh, have. Yes. We have. We've done quite a bit in Germany, yeah, we actually. We did a river cruise with Viking River Cruises through the, down the Rhine yeah. in Maine. And uh, we've just driven through it a couple of times just for fun. We'll just, uh, we've done it a few times where we'll just rent a car and drive around Europe <laughs> just to see what we see. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, so we've, we've found some pretty cool stuff. In yeah, Germany. there's a little town called Wangen. Are you familiar with it? Vangen. Uh, Vangen in south. It's down in south, uh, southeast. It's uh, like south. Uh, how do you write? How do, how do you spell it? It's W A N G E N. Oh no, I don't know that. It's really uh, small. It's maybe absolutely it. incredible, and they've got these whimsical fountains all over town <laughs> that are just hysterical. I mean, yeah. they spit at you and tell <laughs> stories, yeah. and I mean, it's I just love that. Uh, town. We've it's got just a whole a lovely bunch, little place. We've got a whole bunch of pictures of them on the website. Oh, the so yeah, I'll have to go yeah. and have a look. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. All right, fantastic. Um, so, what are your three top three tips for? Emptiness is planning their downsizing journey, apart from um, selling everything and traveling. <laughs> well, like I said, we don't expect you to be as crazy as we are. Our first one is to be flexible because, mm. um, you know, you just never know what great things are going are in yeah. store for you and to, to, to just embrace them. Yeah, be open to what might happen. Honestly, we had no idea that we would be doing this. If you asked us a few years ago, we had no idea. But opportunities popped up, and we just followed them, and uh, things worked out. I mean, I'm not saying that it always works perfectly, but if you're just willing to kind of be open to some opportunities, I think that's really good. Mm. Um, um, then the other one Ronnie or Veronica already touched on, Which but if you it? haven't used it in 20 years, you don't need it. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> Give it away or sell it or do something. But, yeah. yeah. I think the biggest thing I miss is my giant cappuccino machine that I used to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't share that yeah. <laughs> But I, honestly, the biggest thing that we've learned and the biggest tip that we always say to people is uh, emptiness couples especially because there's a big void when your kids leave you know and and you're both there like you've had all this focus for 25 30 years on the kids mm. and all of a sudden that's just gone more or less in an instant the the best thing that we found to really kind of help reconnect as a couple has been to go out and just try new things together for us mostly it's through travel but it doesn't have to be mm. um, yeah I mean you absolutely and I'm not saying new things like uh, pick up hubby's yoga class or play golf with your wife who's a big you know golfer do something completely new to both of you yeah, so of somebody's you somebody's not a, a a teacher and there's not a student mm -hmm. and you're doing you know it can be a cooking class or take a college course together or or take a dance class or or something that you haven't ever done and i tell you you are not going to end up being with what is my biggest fear is that couple that sits in a diner staring at their eggs you're going to always <laughs> have something to talk about Yeah, that's a fantastic 
finish of our <laughs> interview. Thank you so much for these three tips. Um, yeah, so I'll just repeat again the website www.gypsymester.com. So that's David and Veronica's website. Um, if any of the listeners wants to read the blog or buy the book or just learn a bit more about this exciting journey they are on. So thank you so much for um, being on the show today and uh, taking the time to chat to me uh, with me, even if there was a storm coming up and everything else. Um, I wish you really yeah, all the best and good luck. And maybe we stay connected on Twitter now that we are connected there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so thanks so much for being here today. And um, I'll, uh, this leads me to the wrap-up of our show um, so if you find this podcast valuable, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. This will help promote the show and is much appreciated. For um, anyone who is interested in getting a head start on your downsizing journey, please visit my website downsizewithstyle.com and book a one-hour phone or Skype consult to get started uh, where we will discuss your individual cha challenges and um, you will become clear on the next steps of your journey. I have also a new event coming up on the 31st of October here in Sydney. It's a one-day workshop, a Downsize with Style Masterclass, where we are six experts sharing our knowledge and um, expert tips with anyone who is interested to um, be part of it. It's all about um, um, getting the next stage of your life under control about how to achieve a stylish and functional home in a smaller space. Uh, someone will talk about finances, how to make most out of your family home if you need to sell it. We will have a stylist who is talking about wardrobe decluttering and we will have a nutritionist who will help you stay healthy and fit while downsizing. So tickets can be bought on my website downsizewithstyle.com and please have a look if you are interested. Yeah, so that brings me to the end of the podcast. And I hope to um, connect with you soon. And have a great time in the meantime. Bye. Bye.